Welcome back, guys. Welcome back to the Faded Away. What's good? How are you? Uh, not too bad, you know. We're coming off another night at the Palomino Palace, getting ourselves situated and lituated. Are, are you faded enough to start faded away? I think so, yes. I just rolled a fat cigar from uh, Cigars and Sports. Let's get right into it then. Yeah. <laughs> no one else knows what happened, so. Yeah. Anyways, <clears throat> faded away, number six. It's the Dr. J pod. Unless you want to call it the LBJ pod. What do you got for me, guys? Uh, I go with the LBJ <coughs> pod. Um, more relevant to my era. To your era? You never played NBA Street? Not much, no. No, really? No. That was my game back in the day. Dude. Dr. Yeah. J rocked it. Yeah, it was Snowman and everything after you unlock it. Shout out to my NBA Street ballers. If you guys want to get a little tournament in, I can blow out, dust off the PS2, blow out the console. You know what I mean? Get get street and, and guitar hero going. Let me know if we have any fans that want to do that. Um, it's faded away. Link Cigars and Sports as we dropped it today. Number 12. It's faded away. Number 6. Um, guest pod. High cheese. We're going in. We're diving in first. Um, <clears throat> last week we did player duos. The week before we did team highlights. This week we're doing the Eastern uh, Conference Report Card. Um, I guess we'll go back and forth, lowest to highest, guys. Does that sound good? Lowest to highest? Start with me. All right, hold on. I'll start it off. No worries. Okay. Um, C minus. C minus is my lowest. Goes to the six and eights net. Six and eight nets. Understanding that KD is, is coming back, and that's what we're waiting for. But Spencer Dinwill <clears throat> has been a really nice um, replacement. 18.6 points. <clears throat> Five assists. He's been quite pleasant. Uh, besides that, six and eight. If anyone would have told me, yo, the Nets are going to be six and eight, you know what I mean? I would have said bullshit. You still have Kyrie. You still have DeAndre Jordan, Jared Allen. Like I said, Stencer Dinwiddle, um, Jameson Crowder, I believe, right? Uh, like they, they still have a solid team, so six and eight is unacceptable. What do you have, guys? I have uh, Chicago Bulls at a D. You know, it's another year of rebuilding for them. They're five and ten. Zach Levine's averaging almost twenty points, which is okay, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna get you into the playoffs. And then Wendell Carter Jr., the rookie from the last year, he's got, he's averaging ten rebounds a game. So they have potential. They're raw. It's gonna take them a year or two to kind of get into contender shape. And then they also have Otto Porter out for two years, so or two two years, damn hot, two weeks. All right, going to my next team, I got Detroit. They're four and ten. They're off to a disappointing start. Their biggest, brightest star, uh, star I guess, would be Andre Drummond, who's averaging twenty points and seventeen rebounds while shooting fifty five percent from the field. I'd have him at a C. Yeah. Who's your next team? I got Hawks at a C minus as well, four and ten. Um, John Collins got caught with PEDs. Uh, Jabari Parker has been playing good on the offensive end, seventeen points a game. DeAndre Hunter really good, showing that interchangeable piece um, that he kind of played in 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 college too, uh, averaging eleven a game. Trey Young, obviously he's been going off still, but forty four percent field goal percentage, and that's not behind the arc. 
That's the whole field goal percentage. Um, that's not going to cut it. Trying to be an all-star. And you see Luca on the other end off absolutely taking off. As far as C's for me go, I gave the Magics a Magic a C. They did make the playoffs last year. They're six and eight. Um, Fultz still hasn't kind of lived up to that number one or even top ten kind of pick. Uh, Jonathan Isaac though, he's number t- top ten player in advanced defensive statistics, and I see Aaron Gordon's name a lot uh, in the trade rumors. I would really like to see Aaron Gordon go and have Isaac uh, play a bigger role in that team. I think he's going to be the superstar and the standout of the team of the Magic in the future. Really long, almost seven foot, you know what I mean? Plays three through five as far as defensively goes. Uh, he can play one through five, um, offensively three through five. So it's really cool to see um, him develop uh, from like a string being type player. What's your next for you guys? I got the Charlotte Hornets and they're, they're at six and nine. We saw these guys live and you know, they were just kind of really young. They're, I kind of same thing with what I mentioned about Chicago. They're not going to make any moves this year. Their big accusation, Terry Rozier, is averaging 16 points with 4.6 assists. And this is just a raw team who could bud into something greater in three to four years. You know, it's just not... Michael Jordan keeps finding himself in this situation where he's either in rebuild mode or, you know what I mean, we're on the brink. And right now he's back in rebuild mode, so... It's something to watch, but I give them a C minus. Going into my next team, I have Indianapolis or Indiana Indianapolis. Indiana uh, Pacers. Their biggest notable win is just the Thunder. Their free agent acquisition, Malcolm Brogdon, is really paying dividends. He's averaging nineteen points and eight assists. They're averaging also hundred and seven points as a team while giving up a hundred and third uh hundred and three points, which is good for twenty six in the twenty sixth in the league. They were kind of known as a defensive standout team, and they're kind of struggling in that department. But uh, Sabonis is averaging 18 points and 13 rebounds, so I will give these guys a C. Who are your next two? Uh, my next three are going to be C+. Cavs, C+, 4, and 10. Kevin Love, 18.7 points a game, 12.2 rebounds, 2.5 assists. Get this man on a goddamn contender, or at least on Portland. You know what I mean? Make them start contending. Uh, Darius Garland, the man they took to take uh, Colin Sexton's spot because he couldn't shoot. Uh, 36% field goal and 22% behind the arc. I just feel like the game's been way too quick, fast for him. Uh, Hasn't really settled as far as rookies go. Knicks are my next C-plus team at 4-11. The only reason why they're C-plus is obviously they're supposed to be terrible, but they've had some pretty close games. R.J. Barrett, 15.3 points a game. Kevin Knox, 8.8.5 points a game. He's kind of taking a step back. But uh, Randall and Morris are both averaging over 16 and playing well with each other, both on the floor. Yeah, for my next couple teams, I got uh, Philadelphia is 8-5. They did lose Jimmy Butler in the offseason, but for a greater role for Tobias Harris. On paper, it looks kind of silly, but... Their biggest wins were against the Celtics. Horford's averaging 15.7 rebounds, 4 assists. Embiid's averaging 23 points, 11 rebounds, and 3 assists. While Tobias is averaging 17 points, 8 rebounds, and 3.5 assists. So I'll give them the Philadelphia 76ers a C because they should be doing a little bit better. Going to my next game at Toronto, the reigning NBA championships. They're 9-4. They're second behind the Celtics. And they gave the Lakers one of their few losses on the 
season as well as the Rockets. Pascal Siakam is a budding superstar. He's averaging 25.7 points per game, 8 rebounds, and 4 assists. He's actually one of the... He's, he, said, he said on record that he's going for a, a most improved player, which will be the second year in a row. And they just got to kind of get their defense right. They're allowing 106 points a game, which is 23rd in the league. And I'll give them a C plus. And my last two teams, I have Milwaukee, who's 10-3. and three. They're, they're first in the Central. They're a three-point three beat them last year in the playoffs. But they beat the Clippers, the T-Wolves twice, Raptors, Rockets, Mavs, and Jazz. Giannis wants to be known as one of the greatest to ever play the game. He's shooting 58% from the field while getting 30 points and 6 assists. Him and Doncic are the MVP leaders. And as a team, they're averaging the second most points in the league with 52 boards, which is the highest. I'm going to give the Bucks a B. And my last team, uh, the Boston Celtics, who's 11-3 and three now after losing to the Celtic, uh, Clippers last night. Great win, huh? Yeah, right? Uh, wager Wednesday on a Thursday, mm-hmm. including <laughs> 5-0 at home. But their 11-3 start includes 5-0 at home. They beat the Raptors, Bucks, and Warriors in the early start. Kemba's averaging 24 points, 5 assists, 4.5 rebounds. Tatum, 20 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.5 assists, and Brown. So they have a a three-piece attack, and they're working all of it. No dynamic duo here, Josh. They earned themselves an A. Yeah, my last two teams, uh, one last C-plus, the Wizards, 4-8. But give them a C-plus because they have some standouts. Bradley Beal's averaging over 30 points a game. IT's back. He's in the double digits. He could be... Not six-man of the year, but he's definitely playing like a good six-man. And then a standout with Rui Hachimura as we go into our rookies. We'll talk about him a little later. My last team, I gave him an A-minus, the Miami Heat. Um, I just feel like this is Jimmy Butler's team the way he wanted it. Him and a bunch of underdogs. So when it's when they win, it's Jimmy's the GOAT. Um Rookies galore, Kendrick Nunn, Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, and they still have Dion Waiters coming back too. So, um, you once know, he, yeah, once he comes down from his edible. Yep. So once he comes out from his edible, <laughs> Jesus. Um, he couldn't be a guest. Too many milligrams, I guess. So uh, yeah, he wouldn't be able to hang. He'd Should be we get out our rookie out. report? Hey Dion. Hey Dion, why is there a dick drawn on your face? <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> yeah, getting into the rookie report really quick. Um, we're both going to touch on a few rookies. I'll start off. John Morant, 18 and a half assists, 3.2 rebounds, or 18 and a half points, yeah, six whoa. assists, 3.2 rebounds. Close out his first game as far as the game winner goes. Um, already just has control of that offense. You can tell it's John Morant's team. They have Brandon Clark. They have Jaron Jackson. Uh, you know, they have a few other pieces, but it clearly wants to go through John Morant to make him the superstar. Who's your first guy, guys? I have Kobe White, who's averaging 13 points, two assists, four rebounds in 25 minutes, and he's shooting 36 from the, 36 percent from the field. So, Kobe White's something to watch here in Chicago in that rebuild. My next player is Tyler Hero, who's averaging 14 points in 29 minutes. He's Kevin's Rookie of the Year choice, 46 percent for the field with four rebounds and two assists. So, yeah, I got Brandon Clark. He's like I just stated on the team with John Morant, 12.7 points. 6.1 assists, 1.2 rebounds, 1.2 blocks. They have him listed as a small forward. He's 6'8", but he plays the 5 spot. Um, like I just stated, he's 6'8", so he wouldn't be able to play in the NBA, I feel like. It was a few years ago. They're kind of downsizing now. 
And he has a great grumping, jumping ability, so it, it fits well, especially when you can kind of play on that second team or, or closing games out if there's not a big man on the floor. Uh, my next guy, Kendrick Nunn, absolutely killing it. 17.3 points a game, 2.5 rebounds, 3.5 assists. Uh, he's 24. He's an undrafted free agent. I don't know how the Heat always find these, you know, these, really. these guys, but uh, absolutely killing it. Uh, player of the week one time, and um, it's just really excited to see see this kid play. He's got a great game, drives uh, drives to the hoop really, really well. Who's your next two guys? Going into R.J. Barrett and Darius Garland. R.J. Barrett in 33 minutes, he's averaging 15 points, five rebounds with three and a half assists. And Darius Garland averaging twenty seven minutes, uh, uh, averaging twenty seven minutes with nine points and three point three assists. So that man that's trying to take over Sexton's job, he's uh, gonna maybe fill in here soon. Him and uh, Love could be something to watch. Yeah, Nikhil Alexander Walker, he had a really hot week, only doing seven point two points a game, two and a half rebounds, two and a half assists. Um, not too much playing time with, with Lonzo Ball and all those youngsters, but I just feel like he's, he's going to get a good grasp of the game. Um, obviously, he comes from a great pedigree as far as colleges go. Um, P.J. Washington, uh, he benefited a lot by going to the Hornets, I would say. Obviously, a lot of the talent's gone, but 12 points a game, 5.3 rebounds, 1.5 assists. He has that like 3-4 mentality. Um, where he can switch and, you know what I mean, bang down low and make the open shot. So I'm excited to see him grow as a player. Going into Nicolo Melli. He's averaging in 16 minutes. He's having seven points and three rebounds. And he's on, what, the Suns we were watching? Yeah. And then Rui Hachimura for the Wizards. In 27 minutes, he's averaging 13 points, six rebounds, and two assists. So... He's kind of someone that's kind of filling in well with Bradley Bill as a wing player to set the tone for the Washington Wizards. Yeah, I've, I don't know if I've been on on Mike saying this, but he's been one of my favorite players over the last two years before this watching in college. Uh, just a really diverse game, very drive and mid-range oriented. Um, you know what I mean? One of those guys that just takes over the game, has good flow and everything, not just an open shooter. <laughs> Uh, my last guy, Cam Johnson, nine points, three rebounds, one assist. Um, he's just making that open shot. The Suns team is doing really, really well. I would like to see Nico Melli play a little more. You said 16 minutes. He could be averaging 15 and 6, 5, you know what I mean, if he played some decent minutes. So that's our rookie report, guys. We're going to keep a big eye on him. Obviously, Zion's out. So there's a few top few that like kind of raised to the, to the top, but... There's a few out there, too, that no one ever really heard of. Melo had his first game back, 10 points. His his plus-minus in the game was negative 65, guys. Yeah, I don't really care for the signing, Josh. The team is kind of a mess right now, and you bring in a potential cancer. Um, if they're down big, who's to say he just doesn't go into shoot mode? Because if we know anything from this podcast, we know that shooters shoot. or shoot, yep. Yep. So you I see it firsthand just about every day yeah. now. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> let's go back and let before let's not talk too much, Carmelo. Let's talk about our home team and Paul George made his debut or the debut of Paul George and Kawhi in the first game. Did you like what you see? Did you like what you saw? <laughs> uh, I loved it. Um, <clears throat> the one thing that stuck out to me was 
the defense, you know, you get past one guy, you're not going past the next. And if you do, then you still have to go past Trez or Zubok. The defense swarms, it switches, it suffocates. Um, that's the triple S of, of the Clipper defense. Um, as far as them playing offensively together, it was a little sticky. I felt like Lou Williams was still kind of the main focal point um, as far as flow goes. And then Kawhi and, and Paul George kind of either filled that like um, spot up three or like, or you know what I mean, kind of ISO ball play. Uh, so I'd like to see the flow a little more, but that goes with overtime. I guess they didn't even practice or they haven't even played together in practice yet. So that was their actual first time. Yeah, you could you could see the spider, like the rust and the spider webs. Um, another kind of note on the defense that you mentioned that Boston, even though they were in the game the whole time, uh, opponents against Kawhi and Paul George shot 632 from the field. So that's something to look forward to. And yeah, you know, I thought that it, you kind of could tell the rust that they haven't played together, and that's something that will be easily worked upon. But it, it's bright in Clipper Nation, and you know what I mean? It's L.A. our way. And yeah, so they, you know, they said, oh, they're both so unselfish that it, even if, like, the team doesn't go right away, it's not going to be too kinky. But at the same time, I felt like, yeah, they're so unselfish that they they didn't want to be a selfish player, you know. Because Paul George did take some ugly shots last yeah, night. Yeah, so uh, I felt like they did. They both didn't want to like push it too much, uh, and and all I can really say is thank God for Lou mm-hmm. because he kind of really just, though twenty rebounds. Who Beverly? Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah, yeah twenty rebounds. Um, but yeah, as far as like offense and you know, what I mean, Lou kind of kind of started off. He made his first four shots. Uh, closed it at the end. Obviously, Beverly had a good three at the end too. Um, so I'm I'm really excited. Uh, offense is going to keep going. It's, it's just through practice and whatnot. So we'll we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'm excited to see how it goes. This is the NBA has kept my my uh, interest so far through a couple weeks, and I kind of continue to see it as so. So this is good for me. <laughs> yeah, and I think it's pretty clear too that. <clears throat> The Clippers can play either Paul or Kawhi and, you know what I mean, let one of them rest and some other players rest and still win 50 games, you know what I mean, and get into that top four or five seed. They're that good, obviously, when they play together. So they just need to get that chemistry and, and ultimately be healthy. Yeah, Paul George has never won a championship, but I'm sure he's I'm sure he's on that. Yeah, I'll do. Kawhi knows what he knows what it takes, so I'll do whatever Kawhi says. You know what I mean, kind of thing. So yeah, they're very both very selfish, or very you know selfless kind of players or whatever. So it's gonna be fun. I'm very curious to see how Doc handles it all. It's just about it in the NBA world. No. No. Yeah, we're gonna be touching base here in a couple of weeks when more action comes about. So. Lakers going to be out of that first place spot. Yes, they will be. Um, going around, it's going to be a little bro chip for us too. So when they head back around, we hope to see you guys soon again, Clippers. I love those cheap Monday night games. So let's keep them going. Yes, please. That's all I can afford right now. <laughs> all right, guys. Until then, we'll see you out of here. Peace. Bingo. Bingo. Bingo.